You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On 11.16 SEN, the award-winning crunch time. Play, um, away games from theirs, but you know that, that hasn't been delivered yet. So we'll, we'll wait and see. And now, now Adelaide and, and Port Adelaide are up there. I'm assuming it's going to be some sort of you know round robin sort of fixture for the first four or five weeks where we play each other and no one travels. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't mind uh, Collingwood playing a home game at the Gold Coast. That, that probably that's it. That's a good outcome too. So <laughs> we're now starting to think what the competitive advantage looks like. But uh, I think the AFL will do their best to, to get everything right. It's not just about the first four or five weeks too. You can find yourself in a position where if, if we don't get that right, the, the back end of the season will, will be too disjointed as well. So all eyes to the fixture. That was West Coast coach Adam Simpson about an hour ago on Fox Footy. And the man whose portfolio this falls under is Travis Old, the Chief Financial Officer and the General Manager of Clubs and Broadcasting. Travis, welcome to Crunch Time. Hi, guys. Good afternoon. Has the lobbying begun? Uh, Yeah, it's not as strong as previously. We saw that, but it is take two in terms of the the fixture. Uh, And so there's a level of interest, no doubt. Oh, I've lost Travis. Have, have I dropped out or have we lost Travis? Oh, still, I, can, uh, I can hear you. Sorry about that. Yes, I'm not sure that's my end. Um, could, could you, sorry, could I just get you to repeat that? Are, are you getting the lobbying? We are. Um, it, it's fixture time again. And so uh, you get all those <laughs> situations again where clubs have got an interest in who and where they play. It's a bit easier this time because we play with each other once. Uh, but in saying that, it's a bit trickier with some teams, um, now four additional teams located on the Gold Coast. So we've got some work ahead of us in the next seven to ten days. Okay, let's work through a shopping list and then we'll open the interview up. Is, have you, did you have a blueprint for the first four weeks which got blown out by the flip-flopping in South Australia? Yeah, we, we've certainly been working on a number of different um, scenarios uh, and those scenarios have been changing fairly rapidly. So it's not really until... Oh, the last few days, we've been able to lock in um, the environment upon which we can certainly start the season in or restart the season in, um, which gives us the opportunity now to uh, focus on probably probably a four or five week block that we'll release um, in the next sort of ten days. Is it likely that you'll deliver the fixture in four different blocks across the season? I think so at this stage. I mean, things are going to continue to change, uh, but we need the flexibility and so the ability to. Announce that four, sorry, four or five week block, uh, and then spend the next couple of weeks um, assessing the environment and whether things have changed. Um, I think places us, um, means we're best placed to deal with uh, any changes that might occur. Is the logical starting point for June 11 Collingwood Richmond at the MCG, given that it was round two anyway? It feels like it's building. Um, it, it certainly, uh, there's a level of 
there's a level of support for it. Um, I, I do like it. Uh, I think it's a really strong way to start the season. And so, um, yeah, we, it might be the public vote, that one. <laughs> Is it likely that there'll be Thursday night footy every round? I don't know if it'll be every round, but I think there's the opportunity now to play more Thursday nights. I mean, if you go back to the you know what was a normalised um, fixture, uh, we... Um, spent a lot of time focusing on putting Thursday nights where we think it's still provided access to fans and so spreading them uh, among clubs and among um, states but then trying to work around school holidays and, and weather and a whole range of things we don't have that um, extra consideration now around crowds unfortunately so I think there's an opportunity uh, to have some more um, how many more I'm just not sure yet Would you play with any Wednesday nights or Monday nights from time to time? I don't think so, not at this stage. We'll, we'll stick to a reasonably um, traditional um, week-to-week structure. Um, I think the only change I can see at the moment of any great significance is, uh, as you called out, Joe, the, the addition of some more Thursday nights. If we get a linear season and we're lucky and get the 16 rounds in succession, will there be no buys during the home and away season or before the finals? I think so. I mean, I... We literally are taking this sort of in blocks. Uh, and so if everything went really smoothly, um, you ran your next 16 weeks over a 16-week period, then you could roll into a standard four-week finals. And, that, and that'd be quite neat um, in structure. Uh, whether it plays out that way, um, we'll see. Why no wild card rounds in the final series? Well, at this stage, we're trying to reduce the length of the season, not increase it. And so um, if there is the opportunity late, um, you go have a look at it. It's not the plan at the moment. Um, I think we'll keep it pretty simple. I think we'll have enough challenges ahead of us as it is without uh, introducing additional components. Is October 24 the provisional date for the grand final? I think it's right. If you roll out from June 11 uh, with your 16 weeks and your four weeks of finals, then you end up um, October 24. That sounds right. Is it possible that all finals would be played at night this year? Uh, is it possible? I think you still got to work around travel um, with clubs, and so that would depend a little on who's participating. It would depend on what's going on with South Australia and Western Australia uh, and their borders if um, if they're participating. So it, it's certainly not, it's an opportunity for that to be the case, but it's not necessarily um, um, guaranteed. The teams who are in Queensland, so it'll be six in Queensland and four in Hubs. Is it your intention to play them mm. against each other in those first in that form in that first block that you release? It is. Um, uh, it's a little. It's a touch tricky now with six teams there uh, because it means that um, those four non-Queensland teams will need to play some home games per se in, in Queensland, um, and so we'll have to have to work at how we play through that. But I. I Yes is the short answer. They'll play each other, certainly in the first four or five weeks. I think only one of those teams have played each other, and that's uh, Port Adelaide and uh, Gold Coast in round one. And so there's um, the opportunity for them to play each other, uh, and then we'll have to reassess during that block as to where we go from there. So how do you square up? If if, if you do fixture South Australia and Western Australia teams to play home games on the Gold Coast, do, do they lose the home state number of games as the season rolls out? Yeah, they will. Um, they will. I mean, you'll try and back in some home games for them so that if things change, um, they don't have to travel as much at the back end. But some of these things we can't control. Um, just by, by sheer weight of numbers, um, they're going to have to play. 
some home games. Now, the definition of a home game changes a little bit this year. You don't, you don't have crowds and um, we don't have some of the other restrictions uh, that we did have. So I think it'll play it a bit differently. But certainly in that you know, first four or five-week block, um, we're going to need to play some, I'd imagine, some home games uh, for those two teams outside of their home state. As a principle, would you like those four teams who are displaced not to have to travel again to play? Uh, we certainly want to reduce their travel, uh, you know. And so the first four or five week block, they won't have to travel. Um, um, I don't know what the next four or five week block looks like, but what we will try and do is work with them to provide a fixture that does take into account they've had to spend at least the first four weeks. Um, and, for, and for the SA teams, a bit longer with their training pre-season outside of their home state. Um, but, you know, what it's like if, if uh, you understand the fixture as well as anyone, it's not an easy process. Uh, and so there's going to be some compromises along the way. And who will you um, essentially group the New South Wales teams in with in the, the first phase? Will you group them in with Victoria or would you potentially have them travel through Queensland? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite that level yet. So they're the sort of things that we're working through at the moment um, as to if we rotate teams through Queensland. Now, in that first block, we don't need to do that. And so um, they'll play um, more of the Victorian teams. What happens beyond that, I'm just not sure yet, uh, but clearly that's what we're, we're focused on right now. Travis, uh, in terms of the Victorian games, will it just be Marvel and the MCG? Will Geelong use their home ground? No, we'll play games at GMHBA. Um, there's certainly an opportunity there with the three grounds. And so um, uh, we've got, um, I suppose, we've got the access to those, those three. We've got now things change a little bit with the four additional teams in Queensland. Um, had, a, had a one of those or two of those chose to be in Melbourne, it would have put more pressure on our grounds. Um, but it's sort of a bit easier now. Uh, but certainly we'll look to play games at GMHBA and Kanye's. Yeah, well, Sorry, Pick, is it how, um, how much of a role has the broadcaster and will the broadcaster have in the fixture? And the second part to that is, have they expressed a desire for um, a night grand final? Uh, let's do the second one first. No, um, we haven't had any conversations about grand final or, or finals, to, to be, to be uh, frank. It's been focused entirely on how do we get the season restarted, under what conditions can we get it restarted, and so um, we haven't got to that point. Um, they, they've played the same role and, and will over the next seven to ten days the same role as they've played in the development of any fixture. Um, we work really closely with them to try and build a, an exciting um, and interesting sort of um, start to the season uh, and they play a role in, in help us, helping us build that narrative. The two Queensland teams, uh, Jared, the two grounds you... Sorry, Jared, sorry, yeah, Trav. The two grounds you'll use, obviously, Metricon and, and the Gabba, Will all the Brisbane games be at the Gabba or will you schedule some games potentially for, say, a West Coast Eagles and Brisbane to play at Metricon, given there'll be no crowds? Well, it's a good question because like the, if, if it is an Adelaide home game playing yeah. the Lions, um, then there'll certainly be a big push for that to be at Metricon. Yeah. Um, not, not at the Gabba, for, for what it's worth. I mean, the, the fact you haven't got crowds takes some of that advantage away. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I think that'll be some of the things that we'll get some pressure around as to how we best manage that. So you think that'll be a question that will be asked when you get their wish list of clubs, which obviously is a bit of fun in itself? Yeah, well, I mean, the reality is that we sort of, we only really determined this structure uh, a couple of days ago uh, with, with the 
the final position coming out of SA and WA. And so some of this stuff is they're good questions that we need to work through. But I certainly, uh, I'd imagine that for the four teams, um, they'll want to play home games, if that's what you call them, against the local teams, not at their home ground. Not at their ground, yeah. Round one, mm. uh, I mean, there's, obviously we know it's June 11. Uh, when will you make the final decision on, obviously, uh, who the two teams will be? It does appear to be, from an outside looking in, that we think it'll be Richmond and Collingwood uh, to open the season, but Gill hasn't sort of indicated either way at this stage. Are you thinking that's where it may start, or where's, where's that at? Gill's like- Feels like it's going to be a disappointment if we don't. Everyone, so Richard, Collingwood, so there's a bit of pressure around that one. Um, <laughs> it was the Thursday night game originally scheduled for round two, and so there is some some merit in that. I do like the idea of starting strong, you know, two big clubs and um, two clubs in good form. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think if not if it's not that game, it'll be something that's similar to that. Um, and and we want to you know we want to start the well, restart the season. Um, you know, in a, in a pretty big way, and that'd be a good way to do it. I, I, I think the suburban grounds had been floated at various stages. Travis, is are they now not required? Yeah, preference is not to use those grounds, but we don't need to. Um, and we've got you know great stadia, and I think with the protocols that are going to exist around um, venues and for our broadcasters and, and staff and others to use our traditional which all sort of tier one traditional um, home and away venues will make those things a whole lot easier. We do have the opportunity to have um, double headers, given we haven't got crowds, and so we may have, um, you know, opportunities where we've got not necessarily back to back. You need a gap between the two, but two games on the same day um, out of the one venue. Yeah, that's. Um with with one game in between, you could easily play the Saturday afternoon, the twilight elsewhere, and then the Saturday night back at the venue of the Saturday afternoon, couldn't you? Yeah, you can. I mean, it's just because the circumstances are so unique. Um, and those things work for a number of reasons. It um, makes it easier from a fixturing point of view. It certainly makes it easier for our broadcasters, um, um, you know, TV and radio. So I think there's an opportunity to do some things a bit differently, and, and we'll certainly look to do that. So how, the principles of fairness and equity, which have always been debatable around an AFL draw, is how how heavily do they weigh over you as you try to put this together in knowing that everyone is making the sacrifices and there are compromises to get the season back uh, on track? Yeah, I mean, it still remains the key principle of the fixture is... is uh, um, the integrity of the, of the fixture. It makes it a bit easier when you've got everyone playing each other once. Um, there's no doubt about that. Uh, but it's a little trickier now because we've got some teams who can't play out of their home state. Um, and we've had this before. We had it with Gold Coast with the Commonwealth Games where uh, a couple of years ago they had to play the first half of their season outside of um, Queensland. It made it, it made it hard for them. But, it, but everything we do uh, in the restart fixture will be anchored with uh, integrity as a sort of principle Um um, for, for, for the um, for the structure of the fixture, at least. Travis, any uh, thought of games in Tasmania? Will, will we be playing games in Tassie? Uh, we, we'd like to certainly explore that. Um, not in the first, not in the first four weeks. Um, uh, but I think as the season plays out, um, certainly the two clubs have expressed interest um, in playing games in Tasmania. So we'll certainly look to do that. Um, but you won't see any in that first four to five week block. 
So, yes, there's clearly a lot of work to be done. Is How long do you think it will take you to, to nut out those first four or five rounds? Well, I think, Joe, we've really only got... Um, we certainly haven't got any more than 10 days. It normally takes about six weeks, so it's going to be a big 10 days. But um, we want to have the fixture done and out um, at least sort of two weeks before the start of the season. So if you work back from there, um, we've got you know seven to 10 days to get it, get it finalised and all our stakeholders across it and comfortable with it. And so we've got a, um, we've got a big period ahead of us, uh, uh, certainly. Travis, thanks for your time and good luck putting it all together. It's, it's quite the matrix. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your support. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.